listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring If you didn't know it's an orange and blue thing Hope to win the championship in a few rings We're talking baseball It's an orange and blue thing Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing Beat the other team with defense in a few swings LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing What's up, Mets fans? Back at you. Another episode of Orange and Blue Things, Season 6, Episode 2. It is the 12th of April, and for the first time in six seasons, we are doing a remote show, which is funny to think about because through COVID and through everything, we still, the show went on as far as, you know, trying to be here every week, either in person or Pete and I were doing shows from the City Field parking lot. Thanks to the Mets for that. But unfortunately, Julia has a little bit of a stomach bug. Right, Julia? Yeah, and Darren has PTSD from his stomach bug from a week ago that he may or may not have given to me. We're still debating that. Um, so to protect him and to protect everyone else, I'm, I'm going to stay in my kitchen today. We'll, we'll just do it this way today. And since I wasn't sure Julia was going to be either on the verge <laughs> of barfing or not making the show at all, I called yeah. my good buddy, Mark Giraffneck, Dra- Mark, to uh, step in in case there was Thank a, you, a Mark. Mishap. So we're also here with, with Mark. What's up, Mark? How you doing? It's still up in the air. I could leave it and, any moment. So. No, I'm, I'm glad to be here. You know, I wish it was under better better circumstances, but I'll I'll take it. I'm happy. I'm happy to be talking Mets <laughs> as always. You know, since Mark, uh, obviously big in the YouTube world, when I hit him up this morning, I think it was like 830 or whatever it was. I was like, there's no fucking chance in hell this guy's going to get back to me this early because I know the life of the YouTuber. You could sleep a little in, you, get, you know, you wake up at like 10-ish. So uh, I'm happy that you replied to me this morning. Yeah, the construction was rough this morning, so I didn't really have a choice if I wanted to sleep or not. Uh, they told me I was awake right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is. So, um, you know, as we do on this show normally, we don't like to jump off the bridge too early, and it is only five games in. But when you look at, the, look at it on paper and you see what went down over these past two days, the, the, the Mets could easily be an undefeated team. Unfortunately, they are three and two. Yesterday or last night, we got some bad news because Taiwan Walker only went two innings, although when he was out there, he looked good. He looked great, actually. Four strikeouts, two innings pitched. But out of spring training, we were a little hesitant or a little concerned about the knee issue. And then when it came down to it last night, it wasn't the knee. It was the arm. So he's getting an MRI tonight or today. We should probably hear about that soon. And then Trevor May out of the pen was asked to go more than three, uh, three, uh, three outs or whatever. And then he's out also MRI. So is it too early for this stress? I think so. Mid-season form, baby. Let's go. Crazy. I didn't expect expect it this early. I really didn't. You know, it it, it already started. It already started in spring training. And it's pitching too, which is curious if it's, I mean, what other injuries have we really had? I mean, Nimmo had the neck thing, but I feel like it's all pitchers who are getting hurt, which begs the question, did they have enough time to get their bodies ready with the shortened spring is that, I mean, I don't know. The Mets are hurt every year, so who knows? But at least it's nice to kind of have something to blame it on this year. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, honestly, like when when the season starts in the beginning of the year, the colder weather, like you said, a little bit shorter of time down in spring training. But it, it, it's not like this is out of nowhere. You know, Trevor May, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe, but not Taiwan Walker. But when I heard he was getting pulled, I was like, all right, it's probably his knee. It's acting up a little bit. You know, knee is not an arm. And then it comes out, it's the arm. So it, it could certainly be an issue, but hopefully it's not. I guess we're going to find out soon. But, you know, um, 
we usually save the uh, jump off the Shea Bridge for like July, not <laughs> the five games in. So I think we're going to be just fine. I hope uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, as far as uh, you know, the the games are concerned at City Field now that spring not spring training now that opening day got pushed a little bit. Um, we're going to probably have some pretty nice weather for the first time in a long time for opening day. I don't know what kind of temperatures you guys like where your, your barometer is for like, is it shorts weather or not shorts weather, but Friday 63 and sunny opening day. I don't know. You might have to break out the shorts. Uh, not for me. <laughs> I'm that's, that's a real comfortable jeans day. I think, I think yeah. jeans and jeans and a Jersey and you're, you're cooking, mm-hmm. you're feeling good. Short buddy, sleeves, but not shorts. Our buddy, Brian Shoemaker, uh he'll wear jeans in like a hundred degree weather like he'll show up at a tailgate party and i'm like jeans dude like you're crazy and then he's dying by like the second and he's like i probably should have worn shorts i'm like yeah dude I, absolutely <laughs> I, I i made the mistake of in the beginning of the seven line army to wear like khaki colored shorts on like a hundred degree day and i get up and had the gi- most gigantic swamp ass you've ever seen <laughs> I'll never do that again. But uh, luckily, the shorts we make now are like that wicking material, so it's it's perfect. Not to shill for our own website, but no, you guys swamp ass shirts. proof. You can't beat it. Yeah, I don't know if we can really make the claim that they're swamp ass proof, but at least they're <laughs> not tan, and you're not going to look like you you pooped your pants at the, at the game. <laughs> Speaking of, I was watching Metsed Up uh, yesterday. You guys talk about poop a good amount on the show. Yeah, you know, as a as a as a Crohn's guy myself and James, he's gluten intolerant. Uh, you know, there's there's definitely a little more poop talk than there probably should be, but no, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> I, I see Julia now covering her mouth. Before we went live, I was looking at the soundboard here to search for different sounds and I found a puke he's sound. Torturing me. Torturing oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> but not but to I, I'm convinced it. he wants me to have to like leave to puke because it would make like for good television. Or just I'm right convinced. on right on camera, you know. What, you just right in started talking about poop. Like you want me to vomit. So whatever. <laughs> it's not the first time. Uh Mark, have you ever heard of zoo poop? Zoop? No. What is that? So <laughs> let, last year, uh, what did I, why did I buy it? I, I guess like I was watching. It was, an, it was an ad for, you were watching a Nas video and you got an ad for Zupu and you were like, why is this being targeted to me watching this? And then you bought it. I <laughs> so. bought it. Yeah. So supposedly it's supposed to like clean you out and you, you take this, uh, these pills and it's basically like giving yourself a cleanse and it didn't work like at all. <laughs> So I started taking them and I was like, shit, maybe I shouldn't have done that before the show. What if I have to like run to the bathroom? And like Julie and I were laughing about it. And not only did I not have to poo, it just didn't work at all. It's like, this is totally false advertising. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. If that you didn't have to go run off during the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of hoping for it. So, so it, it is a couple of days old now, but uh, Pete Alonzo shushing the nationals fans in Nats park the other day. I don't think that nationals fans are really known to be like hecklers. So I wasn't, I thought that that was kind of like out of left field for him. Um, mm-hmm. I know that last season, wasn't there an issue with, remember Baez did something and he was like, no, I was pointing to some Mets fans over the dugout. Like something happened where he was rounding third and something similar where like he did something to the crowd and he was pointing to, I guess, his own, our own people. Um, what do you guys feel about that? Is that like a little too early to start like, um, you know, talking crap to the other team and the other team's fan bases? Mark, go ahead. Yeah, I mean... I think that for the Nationals fan base, like you said, they're definitely not a rowdy bunch by any means. And it looked like it was a pretty Mets fan, like dominated crowd. I even had like a friend there who is a Nationals fan. He was like, yeah, it's all Mets fans here. So I don't really know why there was like trash talking towards the Nationals, but I will say I'm all for it because I I want this team to play with a chip on their shoulder. And I feel like they have been 
So if that's what gets them excited, that's what gets them pumped for the game, all power to them. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with that. I, I also, you don't know, like you said, like there could be particular fans. They could have been right behind home plate. They could have been right behind the Mets dugout who were just chirping in his ear the whole game. It could have been like a very particular set of Nationals fans that he was like shushing. And also there was obviously the beef between the two teams. I don't think it was just at the fans. It was also at the other team. They almost rolled on, what was that, Saturday night? Friday night, whenever it was. That was Saturday, um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, I, it's such a – I feel both ways about it. I, I love when he talks crap when they can back it up. And when they can't, it's so humiliating. <laughs> it's, and that's what kind of happened last year was they talked such a big game in the beginning, and then they blew – how many days were they in first? It was like 90 days or something like that. I can't do that again. So I, I think at the same token, it's like – you need to be aware of what happened last year. And as long as you can play to back it up, fine. But at the same time, you've just blown two leads in what the eighth inning. Full disclosure, I did not watch Sunday's game. I was with Darren's wife at a bachelorette party, so I did not see any of that game. But I heard they also blew it in the eighth inning. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe let's fix that problem, hold leads, win games, and then... Yeah, know, this day. on Saturday night, it's like giveth and take it away. Like uh, the, the Grand Slam on Saturday night, um, which I, I'm surprised was Pete Alonso's first ever Grand Slam. I feel like he's yeah. hitting so many home runs. How Me is that too. possible? And then the next day, you know, he has a, a pretty rough eighth inning, and then the Mets went went on to lose the game. Another rough eighth inning last night as well. But as far as rough, Alec Baum last night saying, I fucking hate this place. After <laughs> uh, He was basically the Mets MVP for the first couple innings there. Um, you know, the Mets can thank him for a lot of their early runs there. Um, you know, I think that all of us have been there as far as being in a ballpark and saying like, I fucking hate this place, whether it's your ballpark <laughs> or someone else's because like you're yeah. sitting there and you know, we've been through so many miserable games over the years, uh, whether it's Chase stadium city field or like last year, last year we went to Pittsburgh and Julia knows how that ended up oh. with the walk. Oh no. And you know, we're sitting there saying the same thing. I fucking hate this place. But when cameras are on you, obviously, and there's a million lip readers out there, like John boy breaks down everything. And, uh, you know, he kind of handled it pretty well. I think like afterwards he owned up to it and he's like, you know, in the heat of the moment, that's how I felt. And I think that since they went on to win that game, Philly's fans are probably going to give him a little bit of a break, you know? Yeah. That's I, would, I, I, I can't blame him. I hate Philadelphia myself. So I couldn't imagine playing for the Phillies, not wanting to be there, having a bad game. Like that's gotta be top five worst place to be and have like a three error inning. Like he did. Isn't that like your yeah. thing too? Like you always say Philly's fourth place team. I say they're a fourth place team. I say it's a garbage city. I mean, I, I say a lot of really bad things. I don't think I'm welcome in the city of Philadelphia. I have a target on my back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about, um? do you remember the guy in Philly? This is going back like 10 years or so. Uh, he made himself throw up on some fans on purpose. Whoa. No. Yeah, you got to look I'm, it up. I'm not shocked, but I, I have no right. Yeah, not to bring up throw up with Julia feeling like <laughs> does, but I swear he's doing it on purpose. He has I'll look it up today. in a second. But there's a there was a guy that purposely made himself barf on like his own fellow fans. Like, he was a Phillies fan and like he threw up on some dad and, and his daughter. And I guess he got I beat actually up. do remember this. I remember I seeing remember the mugshot. He had like a black eye and stuff. Mm -hmm. Good. So anyway, um, if you guys Gross. watched the game on Sunday night, I did only be not. I'm not talking about the Mets game. If you watch the Yankees Red Sox game on Sunday night and I only did because I had a couple bucks on it. Um, I needed judge to hit a home run and, and he came up flat in the ninth. I would have hit pretty big on that. So I'm watching the game. I'm laying on the couch. I, actually, I raced that day, Julia. I remember I told you I wasn't sure about the weather. Mm -hmm. I raced on Sunday. Thankfully, Good. I how'd you do? Uh, I got second place. 
Let's go. And the trophy is like as tall as, as Amelia, which is pretty crazy. Love um, it. Awesome. So I'm sitting on the couch watching the game and I see this, this fan in the stands rocking a Red Sox jersey and a Mets hat. And I instantly take a photo and share it on our social platforms. And then everyone else did as well. But um, I'm writing, I'm like, what has to go through your head to do this? Number one. And number two, you definitely hate the Yankees, right? Like there's no other way to way around it. Like when we were in Boston for our first outing up there, and I think that was 2019 and like the whole sea of the whole crowd uh, chanted the, uh, the Yankees so cool. chant, which I think I have here on the board. Let me see if I start. That was at Fenway, which was crazy. So uh, I'm watching the game. And then yesterday, the man himself uh, revealed himself to the Internet. And we actually have him live on the show right now. Dr. Sheridan Mish, right? Did I say that right? Sheridan Mish. Yeah, that's right. So if you're watching live and you happen to miss it, this is him at Yankee Stadium (laughs) on Sunday night. Rocking the Red Sox jersey, the red Red Sox jersey and the blue Mets cap. And, you know, one could only guess that you are obviously not a Yankees fan, but how did this come up and, and, and how were, how were you, uh, received in the ballpark? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, first of all, I got to say this to all of my fans. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, there's, there's much to that story, but how was I received in the ballpark? I I've got to tell you, I was, I was getting chirped the whole way. Um, I was, uh, we, we took an Uber because we knew that taking public transportation might be dangerous. Uh, the New York subway system and, and train can be dangerous. Um, but uh, yeah, I was getting chirped the entire time from people. I, I've got to say that it was not necessarily hospitable. I, <laughs> I, I've been to Yankee Stadium before, so I knew that I should not get our seats in anywhere near the bleachers because <laughs> we would have been... Uh, uh, having a very difficult day with that. But what, so what was the, what's, what's, what's behind it though? You're not a Red Sox fan, right? You're a Mets fan. No, I am 100% diehard or true to the orange and blue, uh, a Mets fan. I've been to a number of the seven line army games, home games, away games. You know, you talk about the Boston game. I was, we were there, my wife, Irene and I were at that game in Boston cheering Yankees suck. I mean, it was just, it was magical. Uh, so, uh, besides the fact that we lost that game. Anyway, uh, so a good friend of mine, uh, he's an optometrist, Dr. Van Allen. He is a Red Sox fan. And last year, he got tickets for us to go see the Mets at Fenway. And that was actually the day after the seven line game uh, that was there last year. Um, so actually, whatever the chant was that you were doing, I don't know if it was last year or 2019, because uh, we were at the one in 2019. Um, but, uh, uh, so last season, we're at the game, and, and I'm like, you know, we got to put something on the line here, Matt, and let's make a bet. He's like, well, what do you think? And I said, you know what? How about this? You know, he has not been to the new Yankee Stadium. He has not been to a Red Sox-Yankee game there. I've been to a Mets-Yankee uh, game, Subway Series game myself. So I said, you know what? Let's, uh, let's go to the snake pit. Let's just go and uh, go as opposing fans at Yankee Stadium, and if the Red Sox win this game – I'm going to buy two tickets and jerseys for both of us to go to the game in Yankee Stadium. And uh, I'm going to go as a Red Sox fan. I said, but if the Mets win, then you need to buy two tickets, buy two Mets jerseys, and you need to come to a Subway Series game and be a Mets fan. So it was, uh, it was a nice little bet. And 
then this happened, and the you know the Mets <laughs> lost that game last year, um, and so here I am buying a Red Sox jersey. And you made it out all right. I mean, you see, I think you're in your office now. You're a chiropractor, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I see you made it out okay. You didn't have to get an adjustment after the game, which is pretty cool. And um, you know, I don't know. I guess we'll talk about it in a second with with uh, Mark and Julia. What I'd have to do in order to wear an opposing team's jersey in someone else's ballpark. But you know, I think that back in the day, I think like in the heyday of the bleacher creatures. I'm not talking shit because I know that there's a lot of passionate fans out there, but. I don't think it's really as rough and rowdy as it used to be in the Bronx. Um, it's not like you're walking into Dodger Stadium or somewhere in California where I could see this being more of an issue. But I'm glad that uh, you got your couple minutes or a couple couple seconds of fame, whatever it was, on ESPN, and you made it out okay. And and uh, it's a funny story. So I'm glad you popped on with us. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you know my my buddy Matt. I wore my Mets hat down to that day, and he said, you know, you should wear your Mets hat. And, and I, and I said, you think, and he's like, yeah, I think you should do it. So I was like, all right. You know, I, I, you know, true to the orange blue, you know, I, I'm rocking my seven line uh, I see right you. now, Excellent. you know, and, uh, and that's just uh, something that, you know, I'm not taking that hat off. So, uh, so it's great. <laughs> I feel like that's what took that. it to the next level. I feel like yeah. that's yeah. what took it to the next level of like, just went from like, oh, it could just be like a Boston fan to you're just a Yankees hater trolling yeah. everyone in the crowd at a Yankees yeah. Red Sox game. So amazing. I, got, I love it. I got thick skin. I can take it. Um, you know, being a chiropractor is not necessarily easy. You take a lot of crap for that. And uh, also <laughs> uh, I've officiated youth sports before and you get a lot as an official. So I got, I got thick skin. You know, Darren, if I can just share uh, one other thing, because you're talking about the motocross uh -huh. and congrats on that. But uh, uh, one of the things that, that I do is I like to support local organizations and, and different uh, local sponsorships. I think you got to support local with uh, whatever business that you're in. And um, so uh, I do sponsor a, a local motocross racer in my area. We've got our, our logo on his bike. So uh, I'd be happy to sponsor your bike or Amelia's bike. Uh, oh, that'd be great. Well, who's, who do you sponsor? Uh, his, his name is Matt Romanowski. That's awesome. I got to look him up. That's great. Yeah. yeah I'll hit you up after this. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, sick. And, and, and I, I tell people, everybody needs a chiropractor. And motocross beats you up. Um, and so no matter what your age is, if you're a kid uh, or an adult, it doesn't matter. You know, you, it, it's simple as this. Your brain controls everything. It sends the messages down your spine, goes to all your organs, muscles, and balance and immune system. If something comes out of alignment, it's going to mess things up. And your health, your performance is just going to get affected. And so... That's one of the things I love helping people do is achieve their fullest potential, uh, whether it's kids, pregnant women, or, you know, and everybody needs a chiropractor. I just, I'm not going to be everybody's chiropractor, but everybody needs one. You know what I was thinking too, now that, you, now that you're talking about it, maybe you can go and see Nemo and get, the, oh, get, get all our guys back and lined up there. And, uh, back in time and heal one. David Wright. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll, listen, I'll I'd be happy. There. If Steve Cohen wants me to come down, I'd, I'd be happy to drive down to Queens. Uh, I, <laughs> Go down there plenty. I got a portable table. Uh, we've got some brand new technology. It's called SoftWave that just helps uh, accelerate the healing process as well. So, That's yeah, great. Me, right. I'd be thanks happy to do it. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for hopping on with us, man. Hey, take care. Have thanks. a good one. That's funny. That's so, funny. the uh, do you remember, do you, have you guys seen the movie Gone Girl? No. So, Ben Affleck uh, is married to this woman. She goes crazy. He starts hooking up with some girl in his neighborhood, whatever. So, there's a, a scene in the movie where he's taking a plane and I think he's trying to be like incognito walking through the airport and he's wearing a Mets hat. 
but the whole idea of it was production wanted him or the director, whoever wanted him to wear a Yankees hat. And he said, no, because he's a big Sox fan. They had to shut down production for like days. And then he finally <laughs> agreed. He's like, all right, I'll wear, I'll wear a Mets hat. So um, I think I've seen Mark, not to throw in the bus here. I think I've seen you wear other jerseys, right? Sometimes? Yeah, no. Yeah, I got a, I got a closet wow. full of them. And like, weirdly, that one kind of hits home too, because my girlfriend's a huge Red Sox fan. So like, not that there's a possibility to wear a Red Sox jersey and a Mets hat ever, because that's just, that's crazy. I could never do that. But like, there's a world where I go to a Red Sox Yankees game and I'm rocking Red Sox gear because always, you know, fuck the Yankees. But I help my girlfriend out to root for the Red Sox. Not too bad. Yeah, I don't know what I'd have to, what kind of bet I'd have to lose to do that. Uh, what about you, Julia? I don't know. I mean, I, the Red Sox for me, again, I wasn't alive in 1986. So all I view the Red Sox as is like, oh, we both hate the Yankees. Cool. It really wouldn't hurt my soul too much to have to, I mean, wearing anything other than Mets would be weird, but. I feel like this is a generational thing where maybe I don't care as much as somebody else would to be wearing Red Sox anything. Um, Yankees never. No no universe, nothing. I'm not doing it. Um, just on principle. Phillies never. Nationals never. Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really know. I, definitely not the Yankees, Nationals, or Phillies. Anything else, depending on what you're offering me, I, I might be able to be talked into it. But I don't know. All right. So last week on the show, we talked about a couple things. One being that Julia really needed a Wilmer Flores t-shirt to finish her project repat uh, t-shirt quilt. So what happened with that? Within six hours, there was one shipped to my house. No. Thank you. What? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Hold on. I want to make sure I get his social media handle right so I can thank him properly. Uh, Kevin T. Kelly. KT Kelly 172 on Twitter. You are an angel on this earth. I appreciate it so much. He didn't want me to give him any money for it, but I did anyway because just so kind, so fast. Um, so I wanted to be able to show it on the show. And then this week, I am going to finally send in my t-shirts, get my quilt made. I'm Make sure you use your promo code too. Um, yes, I will. Do you remember, did you see this a couple, like maybe a couple of weeks ago? This girl hit me up and she's like, um, I want to ask this guy to the prom. And all he does is talk yes. about the sweatshirt of yours that he loved and he lost it. And it was the, the outline of the, the borough of Queens. And I guess he lost it in an airport. And all he talks about is how he loved the sweatshirt. Right. So we're, I don't think we're making that one again. That's like a couple of years old. So I put out a tweet and uh, a guy hit me up and he's like, I have that sweatshirt. I'm actually buying some new stuff. Like I'm, I'm cool to recycle it. Like if she wants it, like it's, it's in good shape. I'll wash it, whatever. He mailed the sweatshirt to her. Didn't want any money for it. I gave him a discount to get like another sweatshirt. I was like, oh, that's very nice of you. Here's a discount to buy yeah. a new one if you want a new one. And she gave it to this guy and now they're going to the prom together. So that's Amazing. pretty cool. Yeah, so I also love that through. she asked him. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was a little, I mean, I don't know how it was when you guys were in high school, but I definitely wasn't asked to the prom. No. I had to do the work. No. That wasn't <laughs> so, a thing. But um, I love it. Did you guys go to the prom? I did not. I did. I went to uh, a Mets Yankees game actually instead. Instead? Instead of? Mm -hmm. yeah. That would have been way better than my prom. My prom was horrible. <laughs> prom sucks. <laughs> Save your money, kids. All yeah. right. So let's hit up for, um, not hit up. Let's uh, talk about Project Repat. Like we just said, you could turn your old t shirts into a t shirt quilt. It comes in handy for sure, especially if you're chilling on the couch in the in the, the the cold of April or hopefully down the playoff stretch. You take your old T-shirts, they cut them up into squares, sew them together, and turn it into a T-shirt quilt like Julia just said. 
she finally has her 2015 quilt ready to go thanks to the fan that shipped her the Wilmer Flores t-shirt that she wanted. So they come in a bunch of different sizes, a lap size, twin, full, large thrower, or queen. Obviously, the larger they get, the little bit more expensive they are. But this is a great way to recycle your old shirts. So you mail it to them. You tell them what order you want them in. Let's say you want to pattern it a certain way. Uh, or maybe it's on a t-shirt. Maybe you want to do a jersey or like your favorite polo shirt or a jacket, whatever it is. They'll cut it up. And, and sew it together. So they have over 500,000 happy customers dating back to 2012. They've been seen on a bunch of different platforms like uh, the Today Show, L, CNN, and, and Fast Company, just to name a few. Hit them up, projectrepat.com. And as a special for you guys, if you want to get 30% off, I don't know why you wouldn't want to get a discount instead of full price. Use the code 7LINE, the number 7LINE22 for 30% off. And they will uh, hook you up with that 30%. So hit them up, projectrepack.com. If you want to check out their uh, website and um, see all the different options or different quilts that they've already made. And uh, also they have a strong presence on Instagram. So check them out on there as well. So very happy for Julia to finally, uh, you know, have the chance to um, finish her quilt. Because you've been talking about that for like a year now, right? Forever, forever. And also a fun thing about doing the show's remote is now I can also see the fact checkers comments and I can also see that Kevin is in the chat. Kevin, thank you again. You're the best. Oh, is this um, him? Yep, right here? yep. That's him. Yep. Awesome. I am there. Kevin Thomas Kelly. That's yep. awesome. The best. Thank and, you. And uh, Rebecca has a comment here. Uh, pro tip. If you are ordering spring for the large size, the panels Ooh. to be sure you get your complete T7LA designs. That's awesome. That yeah. I guess maybe there are a certain amount of inches in, in diameter. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess they have to be, but right. yeah, it's awesome. Uh, also, I forgot to say this. I didn't even think I said it last week either. Let us know where you're watching from live. We are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We can see those comments here on the side of the screen. I'll pop some of you guys into the chat. As I'm going, um, going along. You didn't so, say last week, by the way. I don't know. Did I or not? You did. I did. Cool. So yeah, I remember. All right. So <laughs> let's go ahead to uh, the giveaways. So last week, the Mets were cool enough them from the amazing memorabilia shop to give away some of these game used balls to me, and and I have a bunch of cool stuff here. So I figured, why not share uh, the wealth here and give them away to some lucky fans that are watching at home. So the way it works is, if you're watching live. Uh, or on a replay, just go back and do it afterwards. You simply have to post it on your wall, post it on, your wall on Facebook or press the, press the little retweet button if you're watching on Twitter. We go through afterwards and see who did it, pick it at random, and uh, one fan from either of those platforms will get the chance to win these for free. So on Facebook, the winner is Ryan Leach. And on Twitter, the winner is at Brian Tams, T-A-M-B-S. So congrats to both of you on winning. I will get your address and mail those out to you before the end of the week or maybe next week because let's be honest, <laughs> Friday is the opening day. I'm not going to be here, but I'll try my best to get it out this week. And uh, also thanks to the Mets for sending us the T-shirt that they are giving away on Friday at the stadium Ooh. on opening day for Jackie Robinson Day. So... If you haven't oh, nice. seen it yet, this is what it looks like. Brooklyn 42 on the front, Robinson 42 on the back. And wow. my favorite part about this giveaway is that there is no sponsorship anywhere on I was here. just going to oh, say that. Yeah. There's no sponsorship. Yeah. That's awesome. Not that there's anything wrong with the Mets, you know, having someone help, you know, fund their giveaways. But on this, I of guess course. they're just fronting the entire bill. So there's awesome. no Mets logo on here. There's no, like, 
Chase Bank or Citibank or any kind of logos on here at all besides the Brooklyn 42 and the Robinson 42 on the back. The cool thing here, too, underneath the number on the back, it does say Jackie Robinson TM is licensed by Mrs. Rachel Robinson. So she has the the rights, I guess, to this and said, hey, you know what? This is cool. Why don't you guys roll with it? So that's really awesome. If you're going to the game on Friday, definitely pick one up. And if you aren't going to the game and you want your chance to win one, simply share the show to be in the running. And next week we will select uh, the winners. Uh, some people in the comments are asking what size. I think these are larges. Um, yeah, I think they're large. I think so, that's what they did in the past too, is larges. Yeah, usually, I mean, we do a city. I don't know if we talked about this last week. I think we did. We do the the t-shirt gun launch shirts. And for a while, everything was extra large. And I'm like, I don't wear an extra large. I, neither of you wear extra large. Uh, but I do. Oh, Julia wears extra large because she wants them to do like a dress. He crops them up. And, and I cut them to crop tops, but... Now I don't have to anymore because somebody decided to start making seven line crop tops. We did. If you want to plug That's that, what a segue. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, they came up this morning. Um, you know, now that we could, we'll shill for that for a second. So here are the women's crop tops that went up today. Uh, where are they? Scroll down here. Yeah. So if you noticed, uh, I don't know, what is it like a month or so ago? Rihanna was caught in New York City wearing a throwback property of New York Mets T-shirt. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I didn't want fans to be like, oh, you're bootlegging this design or that's whatever. So we actually straight up resubmit the old design. And um, I copied it as much as I could. Like I zoomed in. I couldn't find the original shirt. So I zoomed in, laid it over and did all that. And uh, MLB gave us the blessing to do like a re-release of an old T-shirt, which awesome. is really cool. So. It is uh, officially licensed, obviously, by MLB, property of New York Mets. There's a crop top version, and then there is also a T-shirt version. Both are doing great, um, and they will also be at the stadium on Friday at our kiosk in center field behind Section 140. Love it. But if you want to pick one up now, we will do our very best to get them out the door today and uh, hopefully in your hands before Friday. So um, last week, like I was saying, there was a couple things that we mentioned and number one was asking fans if they had a Wilmer Flores T-shirt. Do you remember the second thing we asked, Julia? Oh, God. No, I don't I remember anything. Frame, from- but anything. Can you remember anything from last week that we asked fans to hit us up for? I don't know. I'm blanking. The last week of my life was such a blur. No, I don't remember. Okay, so you can't see it now because of the way the camera is angled. But I have... Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do remember. Okay. Is this what the surprise is? Yeah. So I have on front of my desk when I went to fantasy camp, uh, my Mets locker, uh, it says meaning my locker tag. And then I said to the fans, anyone out there that might be creative, if you have a way to make something for Julia's desk, let me know. And within like two or three days, I got a text from my buddy who said, um, I'm making you something and it looked awesome. And he says, do you want a preview of this? Or do you want me to just tell you what it is? I'm like, yeah, I guess you could just tell me. So he made... And he is Brian Shoemaker, my best man. A oh man, hopefully you can see it. I got to get closer. Shoe made this. Yeah, shoe made this. This is uh, okay. machined, you know, because he's a, he's a machinist. He's an engineer. This is straight metal. Like you know, on our door we have the the seven line. Yeah, metal. yeah. This is metal. L- listen, oh. <laughs> I'll get close. It is totally engraved with Quadrino and the logo. Your name is going to be bigger so than mine, cool. by the way. Your last name. Let's go. Hold on. Let me get close to the camera so you can see it. Okay. Shu, I love you. Thank you so much. 
Oh, wow. wow. That is so nice. <gasps> That's sick. Shoot, you're the best. Yeah, I can see it. It's awesome. Yeah, this is oh really my gosh. Yeah, That's so I'm nice. I'm so happy. Thank yeah. you. It's cool. So That's amazing. That's from Shu to you. And honestly, I'm holding it up now. It is twice the size of the meaning. So Let's you're go. holding it down. You're holding it down. A little. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I yeah, love people it. Checking in the comments. What a guy, that shoemaker. Good job, Shu. Thank you, Shu. Very cool. So um, opening day, like we said, Friday. Friday is going to be very hectic. Are you guys going to the game? Yeah. I am. What is your plan for the day? Because they got the Seaver statue at 1030. We're tailgating. The gates to the ballpark are going to open immediately after the Seaver statue is unveiled. But like, I don't know about you guys. I don't need an extra two hours in the ballpark before first pitch. So like, do you go to the unveiling and then go back to the tailgate or what, or miss the unveiling entirely and get there just before first pitch? Like what's your opening day plan? Well, my question is what time does your guys tailgate start? Uh, what time does the sun come up? Basically? Okay, perfect. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at least for me, the statue is always going to be there. So I don't, I don't think I necessarily need to see like the, the tarp pulled out off of it. I, I it's going to look the same. So to me, I'd rather honestly go see it on a day where it's not swamped. Cause like you want to take a picture or something in front of it. You're not going to, you're going to wait two hours to try and take a picture and then get into the stadium. So to me, it's cool. Right. It'll be there Saturday, Sunday, the rest of the time. So I'll miss it. What about you, Julia? Yeah. What's your plan for Friday? Well, I have to walk dogs in the morning, which is perfectly timed. My dog could not stop pawing at my legs. So I just picked him up. This is Freddie, everybody. <laughs> um, but so I'm going to be walking dogs in the morning. So honestly, I am hoping I can get there with enough time to still tailgate a little. I'm definitely not doing the statue thing. We talked about this last week. You know, when I see it, I'm going to want to see it up close. I feel like by the time I were to get there, you won't be able to see anything, barely hear anything. I just don't think it's worth it the day of. I think that's more for his family. Um, and the Mets organization as a whole. So I probably won't go to that. Um, I'm just hoping to get there with enough time to tailgate a little bit. I do like being in my seats when the ceremonies start. Well, for sure. Um, yeah. So I will go in a little earlier. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to tailgate a little bit. So yeah. We'll I mean, see. I have, we had this last week too, and I didn't want to jump the gun because I wasn't sure exactly what the Mets wanted out there yet. But when, remember we were talking about my source last week, Julia, and yes, I didn't want to pull the paper source. off, but yeah. So, um, at 10:30, the ceremony begins with a Seaver highlight video, and then uh, Harry Rose obviously is going to be the master of ceremonies. Um, Mike Piazza is going to be there. Nancy, Sarah, and Ann Seaver will be there. Obviously, the Cohens will be there. So the you we've all been to City Field. I mean, either you're well, maybe some people watching this haven't been, but the amount of space in front of the ballpark does not hold 40 something thousand people. So. I'm I'm assuming that X amount of feet are going to be roped off into like a rectangle with some seats and some cameras and press or whatever. So how much of this are you actually going to be able to see? Who knows? Like you said, you know, just having it there finally is good enough for me. Do I have to see them pull the drape? Like, no, not necessarily. Um, and like you said, it will be there the next day and then forever. You know, as long as the ballpark's there, the statue will be there. If the ballpark ever moves, I'm assuming the statue will move with it. So um we had uh, Al Dukes on the show. I think it was maybe like this first season of the show or second season of the show. We have him, had him on as a guest. And I, I don't know if you listened to Boomer and Carton back in the day, but he would always do um, like tips, like Al's tips for Memorial Day or whatever. So I was like, Al, can you give us like an opening day tip? And I think his tip was don't go to opening day, go to the second game. I think that was his <laughs> tip. So it's like, yeah, well, you know. Beat the hustle I, the and only reason I, go the next day. The only reason I 
disagree with that is because the Mets actually win on opening day. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why I like going to opening day. You have a better chance of seeing an actual win or whatever the reason may be. And are we getting Bassett on Friday? Is that how it lines up? Yeah, Bassett. That's I'm yeah. very excited for that. So super excited. So tonight, big drip, uh, Mr. Tyler McGill versus uh, our old friend Zach Wheeler. And tomorrow is Scherzer versus Nola. Uh, day game in Philly tomorrow. I think it's like a one o'clock start or something tomorrow okay. in Philly. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for Friday. I think it's going to be great. Like you said, uh, tailgating is going to be fun, especially in the you want to you guys want to hear the weather report for Friday? I'm excited. Doppler Darren, hit me Give with me sun. it. Give me sun. No, yeah. So Friday we have 63 and sunny. Saturday, there was initially like a couple days ago, I thought it was going to rain on Saturday. Now it's saying 64 and partly cloudy on Saturday. And on Sunday, a little bit more chilly, 53 and sunny. That's Easter Sunday. So I'm not going to the game on Sunday, but we will be there Friday. We will be there Saturday and we will be tailgating both days. So if you're in the area, even if you're not sitting with us, it's not like our tailgates are organized in such a way where like you can't just come to the parking lot. So park in the marina lot, come hang out. We got the waterfront view. There's grass there. There's the whole, I wouldn't really call it a boardwalk, but there's like a strip of, uh, you know, pavers between the grass and the railing to the water. Shoemaker actually went swimming in that bay once. Do you remember that, Julia? That's disgusting. Oh. I think, I actually don't think I was there that day. I remember hearing about it. Yeah. I don't know how a couple people went in. I don't know how that started, but he, he went in, I think we saw like the jet skiers out there and, uh, we were like, well, you know, if they're getting the water splash all over them, what's the difference? And then she actually went no. in the water. There's a um, big difference. That's gross. Yeah. But like, he didn't get like a staph infection or anything. He's okay. So uh, it'll be right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it's, it's a fun spot. I mean, back in the day we used to be in the MTA lot and that's a zoo to begin with. We initially moved because of the U S open because they just take over that whole parking lot. And, um, you know, we work very closely with the Mets on pretty much everything we do in the parking lots. And they've been great with us, especially on the road games. We park in their parking lots and we take the buses out of there and stuff. So uh, it just worked out when we moved there. That's kind of like our new home. I know some people like to complain that it's a little bit further of a walk into the ballpark, which could be true if you're taking the train. But tailgating is a driving activity normally because that's those, those are the people who like bring the supplies and bring the the DJ right. equipment and the tables and all that stuff. So you're not taking that on the train. So if you are driving, it makes a whole lot of sense to go into the Marine a lot. And if you're not driving, then just, you know, walk 10 minutes and come hang out with us. But the Mets were cool. Uh, last year, if you remember, they blew out a hole in the fence to basically bring you right to the crosswalk where the, where the yes. light is underneath the, where Northern Boulevard is underneath the highway. So it's very safe and direct route right to the bullpen gate. And then once you walk in the bullpen gate, you're at our seats. So you're not like fighting the crowds to get through the rotunda and all that. So it's as far as I bet you, if you, if we did a stopwatch and you left the MTA lot and I left the Marine a lot to get to our seats, <laughs> I probably beat you because you're not fighting yeah. through the crowd next to the statue. And all no, that for stuff. sure. You have to fight the crowds when you're going through the MTA lot, just getting up and over is miserable. Absolutely. So I agree. Also, a couple beverages. You got to lose those extra calories. The walk's not going to kill exactly. you. Yeah, right? Exactly. And especially yeah. after the game, walk off the Shake Shack, whatever you got in the stadium. It's good. Do you guys wear like Apple Watches or anything like that? Like, do you count your steps? No. My phone. I think that I just have my phone on me at all times. So that thing's counting it, but I'm not very active. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the life of a YouTuber. Yeah, inside. <laughs> So I want to bring up something. It's not all the details aren't officially announced yet, but um, if any Mets fans are heading to the games next weekend in Arizona, I don't know if you guys can see this. This was our sea of fans. 
leaving the deuce in Arizona. Look at this. Oh, that was crazy. That's awesome. Leaving the deuce to go to the game in Arizona. And um, yesterday, I think it's the GM. I should have written, written down his name. But the someone from the deuce hit me up and was like, hey, the Mets are coming to town next week. And are you guys coming back? And I had to let them down. Like, unfortunately, we're not. But what they're going to do is on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they're going to have exclusive specials just for Mets fans. So wow. even though they're a local bar, we brought what 600 fans to their bar a couple of years ago. And they're like, hey, yeah, you know, we want to, we want to keep this going. So I talked about it yesterday on the seven lines, Twitter, like, Hey, if you're going to be in the area, we got some news for you. So it's not going to be like an official, this like T seven LA, like, um, outing or event because we're not going to actually be there physically but they are going to do a whole promo just for Mets fans if you happen to be in Arizona next weekend so as soon as we have those those details we will share it with you guys for sure it's only a couple block walk from the ballpark so if you're going to go to the game anyway why not meet up with like a bunch of other Mets fans and hang out before the game so that's really cool of them and uh, as soon as we have those deals finalized we will absolutely share those uh have you did you go to that one Julia Arizona yeah that was when Andrew and I got engaged. Oh yeah, and we had we rented out the pool. Mark, did you ever go? Yeah, uh, I've I've been to Arizona. I went when I was like fourteen, I think, doing my college tour trip. So the did you see the pool in right field? Oh yeah, I saw it all. We when I go to the stadiums, I'll walk around the entire thing for like an hour before the game. I, I love Arizona. I think that stadium's great. We rented mm-hmm. the pool out on the Friday, the night before the outing. It was unbelievable. I think we had like twenty or so people out there, and it was uh. You know, you pay. We didn't actually pay for the food or drink package. It was like just the ticket and like the access to the pool. You get your own locker room so you can get changed and, you know, leave your crap crap in there while you're watching the game or whatever. But it was like pay as you go type thing. So I remember I went up and I think I ordered like like a six pack or something like that. They gave it to me in a bucket. Shoemaker and our friend Zappa, they ordered a bottle of whiskey and they just gave them the <laughs> entire bottle with the cap on. Like it wasn't like they had to serve you, like give it to you like a drink by drink. Like, oh, you ordered this like wood mere reserve or whatever it was and they just gave them the bottle so you're you're sitting in the pool like drinking a bottle of whiskey yeah i didn't watch much of that game i'm gonna be honest what's that i remember that was one of i didn't watch most 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 of that game to be honest i remember that was one of the first times they actually put dom smith in left field and i I had been drinking and when i saw dom smith in left field i didn't believe it i thought i was just drunk i'm like i i'm clearly drinking too much because dom smith's in left field right now but uh yeah yeah that was fun it was pretty much like do whatever you want there was no rules like you you don't usually yeah. have like glass next to a pool no you know, like it was general, wild. It's, it's always just like you know plastic cups or whatever or and it was it was pretty crazy so if you guys ever get the chance that and the kansas city dugout suite is awesome too so if you guys are going to either of those ballparks soon definitely check those out so um i have to also promote a little bit here for our next available home game if you want to come hang out with us, we are going to be out there for the double header on uh, wait, where'd it go? There it is. The double header on May 3rd. So we picked that Tuesday before the season started, not knowing that there was going to be this lockout and delayed start. And then to make the game up against the uh, Braves, they turned that into a single admission double header. So I believe it's 44 bucks and there's like 20 seats left. So if you want to hang out with us, do a full day of nine inning baseball well 18 innings of baseball or maybe more if there's extras but we will be out there on tuesday may 3rd go to mets.com slash the seven line army pick up tickets go out there and hang out with us we're gonna have a fun time 44 bucks two games for the price of one and uh that should be a fun time so head on up 
the site if you want to hit that up. And also the game after that, the May 14th game, I think that's going to go up next week. So I'm going to finalize those details soon with the Mets and uh, get it out there. So um, Cyclones, Cyclones opening day is tonight out there in Brooklyn. And we're going to be out there on June 25th with our crew. We haven't been out there in, in years, so I'm ex- really excited to go get back out there. Have you been, Mark? Yeah, I actually went for the first time last year because uh, we were lucky enough to get to interview like uh, Alvarez and Mauricio and stuff for the Messed Up podcast. Cool. Yeah, and it was really awesome. We got super, uh, super lucky with that. I love it out there. It's great. I love the little brewery attached to the stadium too. Like we hung out there for a couple hours before the game. Food's cheap. Drink's cheap. You can sit literally anywhere you want essentially and you're right by the action. It's, it's a nice day out you're right on the beach. Can't complain. I, I love it out there. Yeah, it's great. So if any of you guys want to uh, join us, we usually roll really deep, like over a thousand to a, a minor league game in Brooklyn, which is really fun. Crazy. And uh, I was talking to someone about this yesterday at Amelia school. There's a little event and um, we were just talking about the cyclones in general. And I don't know how they put this package together and make even a dime on it because it's, they're basically giving the place away. So what? if you're looking right now on the site, <laughs> this is uh, the whole breakdown on the subline.com. There's a banner on the top that you can click to, to get the info on the Cyclones outing. So it is uh, June 25th, Saturday, June 25th. They are giving the first 2000 fans a Pete Alonzo bobblehead. And it is also the baseball, and they, they capitalize all, all you can drink package. So that's a two hour open bar. It runs from 5.30 to 7.30. It includes beer, wine, hard seltzers, mixed drinks. And uh, they're served one per person. So you can't just go up there and order like 10 drinks at a time. That also includes an $8 food credit for concessions throughout the ballpark. The Brooklyn Cyclones T7LA jersey uh, sizes are first come first serve. So we tell them to make like small through 4X. And if you wear a 4X or a small, there's going to be less of those. Obviously, the bulk's like large and extra large. But you get the the jersey and the ticket to the game. So it's an insane deal all for $65 a person. If you happen to be underage or you don't drink alcohol and, you know, you or whatever you're the DD of the night. That's only forty five bucks, so you still get the the jersey, the ticket, the food, and and all that. So, excellent, excellent deal. I, again, I don't know how they make any money on this because they're basically giving the entire place away for under seventy dollars. So, um, what a deal! It's insane. I don't know. I don't know how. We're, I mean, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I mean, if they want to make <laughs> it even cheaper, I mean, it's up to them. If they want to lose money on it, that's up to them as well. But uh, sixty six bucks for that is is freaking crazy. So, um, Mark. Have you been betting lately? How's has it been going? I've actually been doing really well. Uh, we found a little bit of a market inefficiency, I think, on some bets. So we've been able to actually spin a couple here and get some easy wins. Obviously, the parlays and stuff. You, you throw something at the wall, hope it hits. But I've been doing well after a vicious opening day. I got eviscerated. <laughs> opening day was my only good day. It was the only day I did all right was opening day. I, 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 I got to like, I think I picked Mets the over and JD Davis to hit a double and it all hit. And I was like, it was like a $5 bet. I won like 80 bucks. I was like, I was jumping up and down like in my, in my living room for $80. It's like, let's go. I just won like the lottery, you know? Yeah. Um, But it's fun. Like I, you know, obviously, you know, for anyone out there that, you know, doesn't have the, uh, the ability to gamble, whether, you know, they have an issue or whatever. I understand. I'm not trying to convince anyone otherwise to go spend money that they shouldn't. But as far as, you know, I'm concerned, I put like two or three bucks down just to keep it interesting and have some entertainment, even if it's not a Mets game. Like I said, like watching the Red Sox Yankees on Sunday night. So, Julia, do you get into it at all or no? 
No, it, it, it confuses me. It overwhelms me. I tried when we were at your house for the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is fun. I want to participate. And I tried to make an account. I don't I think it might have been FanDuel. Richie would know. Richie was trying to help me do it. And I like added a hundred bucks to my account. And then it like locked me out of my account and I couldn't get in. And I couldn't place any bets for the whole game. Uh, it was Wait, for like two days. Is still a hundred bucks sitting in there? No, I, like two days later, I was finally able to get a hold of somebody. Somebody emailed me back and they just like refunded me. I was like, okay. Oh, no <laughs> and that was that was the end of my sports betting career. I'm like, this is not for me. God say, is trying it, to tell me something. I was going to say, put it all on the Mets to win on Friday. Yep. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm good luck. So. Could, he, could either have a really good day or a really bad day. <laughs> yeah, that's how, uh, Shoemaker is the same way. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to start. I don't want to like get the app because then he'll just want to use it all the time so for now yeah. he's holding strong on not having it i but... don't really trust myself yeah right i mean at least you know when to say when i guess um <laughs> so uh we are headed out to philly in august and oakland in september we've been everywhere in the national league and we're hoping to close out all of the american league eventually that's that's the plan now that they're changing it up where every team is going to play each other uh starting next season I don't know if you saw that, Julia. Every team is going to yep. play each other, so it's going to be less concentrated on just your division. I know the Mets play, obviously, the NL East the most of of any of the teams, but I don't know how they're going to orchestrate it next year. But now you're playing everybody, so I think that's going to be pretty cool. Um, any ballparks you haven't been to yet, either of you guys, that you just really want to visit? Denver. Ooh. And I keep missing the seven-line outings. I can't yeah, go, go to any one. of them. I know. I wish. I have to go to Aruba for a wedding. Like Oh, you have to before. go to Aruba. Like, oh. <laughs> Socks. Hey, no, I, I just can't swing bolts. So, but I'm really upset about that. Which, by the way, my friend Kevin, who sent me the shirt, is going to be at the Denver outing, I believe. Um, so I will be Venmoing you money to buy him a drink for me. So, right, absolutely. Know. How about you, Mark? Any place you want to hit that you haven't been yet? I would say the two. I've been to like I think 18 or 20 parks right now. So there's only a few left. Oracle out in San Francisco. I think that's number one. I've only heard good things about that place. Yeah, I've been out there. Definitely make it out there. And then Bush Stadium, just because. St. Louis is such a baseball town, and that's like one of the better fan bases out there. So I think that would be fun too. Yeah, they'll let you know about it too. The, yeah. the Colonel yeah. fans like to let everyone know that they think they're the best. So controversial uh, statement. Yeah, we hit both of those. I think that I, out of either of those, I would say I would enjoyed San Francisco more, even though yeah. actually we lost both those outings. But uh, when we were in San Francisco, we were winning until Familia came in. But uh, it was fun. It was a fun time. Yeah, it looks like such a nice stadium out on the water and everything. That's like, it feels like everyone who ever says like favorite stadium feels like that's the one that comes up a lot. Yeah, it was cool. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot to do in the area, you know, just in general. I think it was a fun time. Plus, it was also miserably hot when we were in St. Louis. That may have added to it of me just not having a fun day. Um, <laughs> and if the Mets won, maybe I would have felt differently as well. But uh, Julia brought up Denver, and I feel like – whenever people ask me like what my favorite ballpark is, it's pretty much up there within top five, just because of like the, the atmosphere, the ballpark itself, the neighborhood, there's a bunch of rooftop bars like across the street. So it's a, it's a fun time. I really enjoy it out there. So what are we a little over a month? We're going to be out there in May. So uh, that should be a fun time. So um, again, share the show. If you want to be in the running for the Jackie Robinson t-shirts, thanks to the Mets, they are giving them away on Friday at the ballpark. If you want yours for free, all you have to do is, Retweet on Twitter or share on Facebook. And next week we will select the winners. Pretty much ran through a bunch of stuff here that I have written on my sheet. How are you guys feeling about the team? Do you think that um, 
you know, are they, they going to have to go out there and get some more arms in this bullpen? I know Diaz is coming back. He was uh, mourning the loss of his grandfather with, with his family. So our thoughts go out to him and, and him and his family. But um, what's the story here? What do you, what are you feeling like, Mark? Yeah. I mean, I'm still optimistic. By no means am I, like you said earlier, jumping off the Shea Bridge. Like, I think it's really easy to get caught up in what has happened the last two nights and say, like, oh, same old Mets, you know. But, like, really, at the end of the day, the way that this team is built and the way it's constructed, like, we are going to be okay. I would rather this game happen now than it happens late in September when we're really feeling the pressure. They all mean the same. But it's okay to get these growing pains out now. Let's just stop making the same mistakes so that we can get back to playing good baseball like we had the you know first three games of the year. So yeah. if, if uh, Mets fans that are watching Orange and Blue Thing are listening afterwards, um, like I said, we, we do stream the show, but it does also go up as a podcast. We, I feel like we concentrate more on the visual side of it for this show, but uh, Julie and I talk about this often. We are not the X's and O's podcast. Last year, we did like an entire hour recapping our friend's <laughs> wedding. Uh, Julia getting pooped in it. I thought it was in your head, but you said it in your mouth. No. It was on my lip. A bird pooped on my lip while I was walking a dog. So that's literally right before the no. show. If you're not listening, <laughs> yeah. if you're not watching, Mark's like mouth is wide open now, like listening to this part <laughs> of what we talk about on our show. So the, the show, Mark. Podcast, uh, tell us uh, and everyone listening or watching more about the Mets Up podcast because we we uh, recently teamed up. But you and I have been talking for years about how, how could we do something together. And you got your own thing going and you are the X, more X's and O's than we are. Besides, you know, you're talking about poop yesterday on your show as well. Yeah, a little but, bit. Um, <laughs> tell the people listening or watching at home a little bit more about your show, uh, when it comes out, and so on and so forth. Yeah, no. So we are a, I like technically like biweekly. It's after every single series. Me and my co-host James Shiano, we go over what's going on with the Mets a little more. You know, X's O's, like Darren said. Uh, we talk about pitching matchups. We break down everything that went on in the game. If you want a lot of minutia and details and a lot of like. Uh, theory about what's going on or analytic stats. Like that's kind of what we do over there. We go really, really in depth, almost too in depth at points because we have a sickness where we care so much about every single pitch of every single game, breaking down exit velocities from Robinson Cano on line drives. Like that's the kind of stuff we talk about over there. So after every series, if you want to hear the X's and O's about what just happened, as well as a preview for the next one, the messed up podcast hosted by me and James Chiano. It's the place to be. Look at that. You're a pro. A podcast I, I think, actually about the Mets. What a I know, isn't that funny? Like, we're <laughs> we just talk about like anything but the game. Like, I've had a dog on my lap the whole time. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Julia's dog walking. What time are we tailgating? Like, yeah, that's, that's basically what we talk about. But no, that's great. And um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the rest of the season with you guys. And, you know, hopefully we can expand a little bit more too on maybe you want to do some stuff at the ballpark. Uh, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, so I'm happy to have you guys on board, and I guess we'll we'll see where this season brings us. I know that like later, when, when you get into the dog days of the summer, or let's say the Mets aren't playing up to their potential, it's tough to have a podcast where you do have to talk about this stuff all the time. And you know that's why you know when it comes down to it, and the Mets blow it, and we're looking at September shows, and we're only once a week, Julie and I. But like, we're like, all right, what are, what are we going to talk about now? It's like, oh, let's talk about the Fourth of July party plans, or let's yeah. talk Darren about. Will text me and be like what's going on in pop culture like what can we talk about <laughs> what can we talk about anything happening that uh we could talk about that's not Mets related um but yeah it, it should be a fun season and, and like you said it is it is very 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 early to get to uh overly depressed here so let's uh look at the bright side and the Mets are going to be back home in a couple of days I'm so excited to be back at the ballpark with Can't you wait. know less restrictions no pod seating balls to the wall let's have fun 
And uh, even though Julia did like the pod seating, she liked the extra leg room, but I did uh, I, so much I'm, leg room, so much room for my bags. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> excited to get back out there. So thank it. you guys for watching and listening again. Don't forget to uh, download the podcast, share it. If you want to be in the running for this stuff from the Mets, come and hang out on Friday. We're going to be in the Marina Marina lot nice and early. All the details are on the sunline.com. There's a blog post with a map and instructions and directions and, and uh, all that good stuff. So come on out, enjoy yourself at the ballpark. Hopefully the Mets have another opening day victory and uh, anything else you guys want to say? Let's, let's go Mets. That's <laughs> easy enough. All right, guys. See you next week. I don't know when we're going to be on, but we'll let you know. All right, guys. Have a good one.